Welcome to Not Connected. We are your hosts, Becky Welsh and Nancy Thomas, and we use Christ, counseling, and community to connect with God and others. Hey everyone, we are so glad you've joined us. We are excited to talk to you uh, about loving like you mean it. With Valentine's Day around the corner, we thought it'd be a really good time uh, for us to talk about some creative ways to stay connected. Uh, So as you know, we talk a lot about connection on our podcast uh, and in our practice for that matter, um, and loving and showing love in the way that the other person feels so important it's such a big piece of connection wouldn't you say becky yeah i feel like we should maybe have some love songs playing in the background or something, right <laughs> right but yes absolutely mm-hmm. what's your favorite love song becky oh the one that just came to my mind is that is in the air <laughs> I have no idea why. You, so you can sing that for us while I talk if you'd like. Uh, no, I think I think uh, that would uh, not be a good idea. Oh man. Okay, <laughs> another time then. Maybe. Um, maybe. Um, so I thought maybe we could talk about some like creative ways that we could show love. I think there's like the the stuff that people kind of typically do on Valentine's Day. And I know we've talked about, well, Valentine's Day is kind of a sham because it's like forced, you know, displays of love and, you know, expressing your emotions. And so tell me your thoughts on that. Well, I, that is, I've just (laughs) never been a fan yeah. Of, of Valentine's. And I think it is because of that. You know, like one of my values is authenticity and mm-hmm. so, and, and, and genuineness. And so I think that's why I have never just been a fan because I feel like, man, shouldn't we be doing these things every day and right. not like once a year, <laughs> yeah. you know, like just that one time a year. So um, yeah. I guess it's a good way to kind of just be reminded and kind of like okay you know let's let's maybe think of some new goals or Mm -hmm. something um and you know i i had actually a mentor not too long ago talk about how at the beginning of the year and maybe it could be on valentine's day that Mm -hmm. she and her husband every year for years have come together once a year and talked about how well they loved each other um you know what went well what didn't go well and you know what they were going to do different the next year Mm -hmm. and no I I mean I just I kind of liked that just so maybe use Valentine's Day as kind of that thing instead of just oh I'm going to go get some roses and you know call it a day Yeah, that reminds me too of something we used to practice of like weekly checkpoints, right? Of just going, hey, how how did you feel loved this week? Or um, Mm. how, like, what's your next week look like? How can I support you in whatever stressors or whatever things you've got coming up in the next week? And um, just like more regularly, I hear you saying, because it's more genuine if we are we are continuing that connection and not just connecting that one day a year. (laughs) Yes, yes. And I love that even weekly because... Yeah. I mean, that's just more present to what's going on now. 
Yeah, imagine how much could change in a year if we just let love slip for a whole year. Can you imagine? Right, right. Yeah. You know, I, well, I use, I don't know if you guys have ever heard that. Oh, now I can't even remember the name of it, but the, like the 12, the 12 week year. And, mm. and, and it talks about, you know, setting your goals only for 12 weeks instead of mm. for the year because so much changes in the year. And yeah. if something doesn't work in 12 weeks, you've got another 12 weeks to go again. And right. So Reset. It kind, of, it kind of reminds me of that, of like, you know, yeah, let's, let's try this, see what works. Yeah, exactly. Go again. Yeah. And then I think too, of like, if I had to tie this back to counseling or mental wellness or um, things like that, I think creativity um, is really good for our brains to really think outside of the box and um, be a little bit more flexible and less rigid because trauma is tied to rigidity in some ways. And so um, I think we are going to kind of challenge you today to kind of think outside the box and love in creative ways. And so um, I don't know what you would add to that, but I'm, I'm excited for that piece. Well, maybe this is a little more integrative of that, mm. right? Where it yeah. isn't just kind of on one level, but maybe on different levels. And this may be stereotypical, but I think women, especially when when they get a gift that has truly been like thought about and mm. um you know this is for you this is specifically right. for you because yeah. i know you mm. um and i know this is something that means something to you that i don't care how much it costs if mm -hmm. if that is what's behind a gift man mm -hmm. i'm all over that well, it goes back to everyone wanting to be seen and known and heard, right? Like we have that core right. need. Yeah, right. That's at the core of everyone's desire for connection. If you see me and know me well enough to put that um, level of like um, attention and, and, and intentionality in a gift, then I feel seen. I feel like loved deeply. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Well, what do you say we kind of alternate, kind of go back and forth and share some of our ideas for creative ways to love and love like you mean it? Perfect. What do you think? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I think, um, I think before we even start, I think it's worth noting that um, this can look very different across different relationships, right? And we might be talking about the marriage relationship for today. Uh, but you know, some of my idea ideas even stem from my relationship with my kids and my relationship with other people. And so this is not definitely not exclusive to just loving your spouse. It's definitely, um, loving even in all relationships. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. exactly. So, um, creatively loving, loving, like you mean it. Uh, so I'll start with the first one. And, um, one thing that we like to do often for our kids um, and made me think, hey, we should start doing that for each other is um, putting notes in their lunch, lunchbox. Just a quick, um, hey, hope you enjoy lunch. Hope your workday is going well. Um, love you and can't wait to see you when you get home. Uh, and just the, just the thought that and and I think it puts a smile on our face whenever would, we get to read it, even though even though like we probably expected it to be there or something like that. I feel like it just puts a smile on our face. Someone's thinking about us and someone uh, like really just took time out to write a couple of words down. Exclusively well, that's, so for funny. Me. that's so funny you said that, because like as you said that, 
I had a smile. I got a smile on my face. And I was like, oh, yeah. So I got a smile on my face just hearing that. Yes. Right. It's hard not to. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And how much time does it take? Right. Like it takes like 30 seconds of your day. If that much. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So it means a lot more than that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What have you got? So for my first one, um, just praying together. And um, whether that's a, uh, you know, kind of a drive-through prayer, uh-huh. which sometimes we need to have, right? Where it's just mm-hmm. like, let's just stop for, you know, like you said, 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, maybe it's one of those, hey, we need to sit down and, and pray together. Mm-hmm. And, and just, you know, spend a few minutes with the Lord together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I... I I just think that's super important. And uh, for me, uh, again, uh, oh my goodness, do I feel connected Mm. when that happens? Yeah. So yeah, there's just something really sweet about hearing your spouse plead to the Lord on your behalf. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Can I quickly share something that we've kind of got into the habit of doing because my, I saw a counselor during my time in my master's program and uh, my husband had joined me for a session and um, he had us pray uh, like we had. So my husband started us off and began the prayer and then we did did one line at a time and kind of filled in each other's prayer and really quite literally prayed together right? Like it was oh, like wow. one prayer. Um, and so we've gotten into that habit of doing that. And we do that every night. And I've just, I've just loved that. That's been a really cool connecting piece for us. And ever since he had us do that at one time, we've never let go of it. So that's just an idea I'll throw out there. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Love that. Yeah. Thank you for <laughs> putting that in there. Absolutely. I okay. feel like I shared my idea already. You want to go on again or? <laughs> no, no, go ahead. Okay. So the next one on my list is um, like no one really loves doing chores, right? And we've probably all got our most favorite and least favorite. I don't know if there's a most favorite for a lot of people, but you know, (laughs) if we have a least favorite (laughs) chore, but if our spouse has a least favorite chore, perhaps um, taking that over for a week or a month or, you know, some amount of time just to show how you care and you want to take care of them, perhaps in a busy season or even just because just to show that you love and care. Um, And I think, um, I don't know if laundry is my least favorite chore, but somehow, obviously I must've been slacking because now my husband does all the laundry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. That works. (laughs) Yes, it does work. It works for us. (laughs) I was about to say, yeah, that may not be it for somebody else and that's right you know this Mm -hmm. isn't like you know you you make it work for your family exactly um, and for each other um okay my my second one is do do something some activity that your spouse likes Mm. not you know that you're wanting to go do but that they really like to do and i know you know for my husband uh, but we we like some of the same things, but mm-hmm. there are some things that we like have very different tastes in. Comedy mm-hmm. is one of those and yeah. music is one of those. Mm-hmm. And so there are times that, and, and I'm not a big concert goer, but he is. Mm. And so there are those times that, 
you know, I will go to a concert that he like is on his bucket list or whatever. And that means so much to him when I do that. Um, and so I think doing that, I need to do that more often mm -hmm. uh, than just those big things. Um, and it, you know, it may be yeah. even watching a movie at home that he right. likes or she likes mm -hmm. and, um, you know, something like that, but just that they know this isn't necessarily your jam, but mm -hmm. it is theirs and that they can really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. I love that idea. And I'm feeling kind of convicted. Can I confess? <laughs> of course. This is the um, place. There's nobody else <laughs> listening. My husband, nobody else listening. Um, my my husband and I have been married almost nine years. We've been together almost 15. And um, he loves football. And every weekend as he sits in front of the TV, I totally just tune it out. <laughs> I so still I. couldn't tell you what I still couldn't tell you what they're doing. <laughs> anyway, we can move on. <laughs> well, I have to I actually am a football fan, but uh -huh. He and he is even a bigger football fan, but that mm -hmm. is my time to go. Oh, he's totally involved, so I'm going to go do my yeah. thing. And I yeah. know he would love for me to sit right. there and watch with him. So you're I right. Know. I'm. I confess too. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. All well, right. So the next one, yes. So the next one I've got on my list is um, something that we've also like learned from experience, right? So once you, we are in a stage of having young kids, and so. Every morning is kind of, especially on school mornings, we're up by six and, you know, it's like a mad dash to get to school, eat breakfast, do all the things and get lunch ready and all of that. Right. So um, it, sometimes it's really nice. Um, and I'm so appreciative when um, my husband can take care of all of that in the morning and just mm. let me sleep in until maybe 7 a.m., <laughs> which is sleep in for us. And so that's just an act of love that we've kind of done for each other to just say, hey, you just just sleep an extra hour or even two or whatever. Um, just rest for a little longer. You don't have to worry about all of the craziness in the morning. I'll, I'll take care of it. Wow. Um, yeah. That And, you know, that sounds like not that big a deal. That's a big mm -hmm. deal. It is. Absolutely. That hour it's, is a big deal. It is. The mm -hmm. uh, kids aren't climbing on you and right. you know, that's just, that's cool. Mm -hmm. um, so we don't have little kids anymore. All our kids are grown. But so this might surprise you that this is on my list. But I think it is so important for connection um, and this is from like an emotional standpoint, from a cognitive standpoint, from everything to play together. Mm. Um, it, you know, I don't care how old you are. It is so important to play. Mm -hmm. um, whatever that looks like for you, uh, obviously, again, is going to be different, but spontaneous play um, you know, whether that's games that, you know, it, unless they're ones that, you know, up in, at the end make you furious with each other or frustrated, <laughs> don't do those. But, right. you know, whatever it is that maybe you both enjoy, that you can laugh, that you can just kind of relax and, um, you know, literally kind of go back to those days when it's just like, okay, we're just yeah. having fun. 
We're right. just being, and it's that right brain kind of stuff again, mm-hmm. being creative, being spontaneous, mm-hmm. you know, integrating both parts um, with somebody else is mm-hmm. that whole integrative connective piece mm-hmm. that um, is super important. So whatever that looks like um, uh, for my husband and myself, we, uh, we play golf. And um, we love to do that. And it is so much fun. Mm -hmm. Um, It's frustrating, but it's fun. (laughs) Um, Not with him, but just playing the game. And, um, you know, or just like, I actually did get him a Valentine's present and I got him like the, the, um, oh my gosh, now I can't even, the corn, the beanbag toss. A cornhole. Thank you, cornhole. Yeah. for us to go out and play in the backyard oh yeah so that's fun just, just to play mm-hmm. so i love that there's that's mine. a really good idea yeah and then life is just full of so many stressors right we need to just kick back sometimes and be a little less stressed and less you know more lighthearted. so that's awesome absolutely yeah um, another thing that we've kind of gotten into the practice of doing, um, sometimes better than others, is um, kind of writing in a little journal. So we, uh, so we've got this. I had this old. I, actually, it was a brand new journal. It was just old. I had it for a while, um, but uh, it was a red journal. And so I thought we'd make this into our like love note journal. Um, and so what we do, we've both got nightstands on either side of our bed, and so we'll write in it uh, back and forth. And once I'm done writing, I'll stick it in his night stand in his drawer and then once he's done and whenever he gets around to it sometimes it's a month sometimes it's three months sometimes it's two days and so it just depends on whenever we get around to it but um and perhaps we need to be more consistent with that now that I'm thinking about it but that's just one thing one way that we've kind of uh just expressed uh, appreciation and even even some of the hard things right not to ignore the hard things but there are seasons where um things were hard and things were difficult and we wrote about that too but just to just to express some of the love and appreciation we have for each other, even in those hard seasons. That's what we've gotten to do with that. Wow. When, when you first shared that with me, I (laughs) honestly was blown away. I just thought that was the coolest thing. So I am so glad that's on your list. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it kind of just happened naturally. Like it didn't, we didn't, hadn't thought about it. No one told us about it. And it kind of just, ended up being that we stuck it in each other's drawers and that's what we did. And so I think some of the things that, and that, I guess I'll take this moment to say some of this stuff needs to happen kind of organically for your family. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to look like the ones that we're sharing. So um, that's a word of encouragement there too. Absolutely. Absolutely. But that still is one of my favorites. I love that. <laughs> um, well, that was actually a great segue to my next one because yeah. my next one was to start a tradition. Mm. whatever that looks like um I just think it's so I I think maybe in this day and age and maybe I'm like uh you know revealing my age at this point but (laughs) I just feel like we've kind of lost that Mm -hmm. um the importance of tradition the importance of you know what that can mean and so just just like what you talked about starting a tradition like that and whatever that looks like it might be sitting out on the you know back porch once a week and just kind of talking about the week um we have date night 
every Wednesday night. Um, and we seriously, we don't miss that. Well, the only time we've missed is when, you know, my husband had surgery. So other that's than that, valid. We, we, we seriously have not missed. And that's mm-hmm. important. Um, that's important to us. And that's become kind of our tradition. And the cool thing is, like, all of the people around me know that Wednesday night is our date night. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's kind of cool, too. So maybe think about starting, starting a tradition. Mm-hmm. And I love that that's unique to you right? Like it's special for you and you both have come up with it together. And so there's just something um, like special. It's not just the mundane, like I gave, brought you flowers for Valentine's Day. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Um, and we still say, you know, I think even last week he was like, I, I love our Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. So, and, yeah. and that, that's, that's awesome. So right. Yeah. yeah. And then you don't compromise on that at all. That's right. We don't. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, the final one was inspired by uh, my kiddos and just watching their little shenanigans the other day. Um, And so it reminded me um, how, so my, my, me and my uh, younger, I'm sorry, my older daughter uh, are very similar in love languages. And my younger daughter and my husband are very similar in love languages. So I've, it's been fun to kind of observe how they, how they interact, how they respond when they're upset or they're processing, or even when, when they want to show love, right? Uh, it's very interesting to see them interact. And so the other day, um, <laughs> my older one is not much for physical touch. And so she was leaving for school and my little one's in preschool. So she only goes twice a week. So she was staying home and um, she was saying goodbye to her big sister. And all of a sudden <laughs> um, she goes, okay, Olivia foot hug. And she sticks out her foot, my older one. And so the little <laughs> one puts her foot on top of my older one's foot. And I was like, what's happening? <laughs> but they've discovered they've, they've come up, they came up with this all by themselves, but they realized, well, me, like my older one doesn't love the physical touch and she doesn't want the hugs and the little one wants all the hugs and wants all the physical touch. And so they kind of came to a compromise on their own. And I don't know if they ever talked about this because I didn't hear the conversation, but it was just the sweetest thing because I just they figured out their way to show each other love even though their love languages are different and so it was such an example for me of like we don't always have to like there's there's a spectrum right and if you and your partner or you and your spouse or you and your friend or you and your you know parent whoever put anyone on the other side of that are on opposite sides of the spectrum both of you can kind of meet in the middle somewhere and compromise on how you um, show each other and receive love from each other. And so that was just such a cool example for me. So if anyone is touch averse, you could do a foot hug. Um, and so that's become an option in our family. If we're too upset to do the physical hugs, we do foot hugs and, and it works. I, and I so love that. But And the words that came to my mind instead of like compromise, because come that, you know, sometimes that can be like a mix us bristle kind of word is intertwine and they Mm. like intertwined their love languages to (laughs) to make it work. And what a cool thing. So yeah. Intertwining those things to make it work. I know. So cool. 
I was and so I can impressed. so see your your girls doing that. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. so funny. I wish I caught it on video, you know, just to totally. save it. But now we do it. Last night before bed, um, they were like, "Oh, we, we didn't say good night to you know, big sister, little sister." And so they, I was like, "Okay, so go say good night." And then of course they stick out their foot. To they put really the did. Foot. They did. They did last night before bed. They're so. Oh funny. my gosh, <laughs> that's too cool. We should have saved that one for the last one because yeah. <laughs> that's that's just too good um but i guess we'll end on this one and and the last one i thought of is what about doing like a, a book study together to mm. to connect um and you know i think this could also be left brain right brain yeah. <clears throat> connection um obviously you guys pick a book that you both would be interested in or maybe this is one of those intertwining things where you go hey you know what this time you pick the book right um next time i'll pick the book or you you do decide together and you read and then you chat and you converse about it and what do you think was what does that touch in you um and not just like the logic part right not just the facts but what does this do for you kind of thing um get to know them a little bit better through something like that so that was my last one i love it um but anyway we hope that this has gotten you guys thinking about really unique ways to love like you mean it right um and so we want to leave you if you know if there's nothing else you want to add becky with a connection tip for the week yeah yeah Um, yeah Go ahead. And then I do have one last thing. Okay. Well, so I was going to challenge all of our listeners to find one unique and different creative way to show someone you love them, whether that's a spouse, a child, a parent, a friend, um, and, and find something uh, different than the ones that we've presented or maybe similar, um, but just some way to uniquely show love and practice it this, this month, in the month of February. Yeah, we just hope we've inspired you to do at least one thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks for listening. All right. I'm sending us out. You ready? Yes. I'm going to try. Love is in the air. Everywhere I look around. Love is in the air, every sight and every sound. And I don't know if I'm being fooled. Okay, now I'll stop. I like it. We are so thankful that you have decided to join us today. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope that you'll join us next time as we discover new ways to connect. Also, make sure you like and share our profiles on Facebook and Instagram and sign up for our newsletters to get the most up-to-date information. You won't want to miss it. Don't forget to connect the knots.